Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Now, Esther, you mentioned the mushy burger. You mm-hmm. all, if you have one takeaway from this, don't over-process your veggie burgers. Don't over-process uh-huh. them. That is the one thing that really causes them to be extra mushy is we over-process them into like a, it's almost like a paste. And so then you've got this paste that you're trying to form. But if you leave them a little bit textured, that really helps. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Alternative Food Network's Plant-Based Diet Podcast Series. I'm Esther Garfin, host of this series, and today is all about plant-based recipe ideas for the barbecue. It's spring at the time of this recording, and it's finally that time of year to get the barbecue going. I'm speaking with returning guest Kathy Davis, who is a plant-based lifestyle and mindset coach, the CEO of Veg Inspired, and an author of three cookbooks about plant-based eating. During the episode, Kathy will be walking us through her recipe for a plant-based burger, and also she's going to be giving away one of her cookbooks to one of our lucky newsletter readers. So if you aren't already a subscriber to Alternative Food Network's free monthly newsletter, you can easily sign up on our website at alternativefoodnetwork.com and simply click the subscribe button on the homepage. I do love a good barbecue, so let's get this one going. Welcome back, Kathy. Thank you, Esther, for having me. I'm excited to be back. I'm so happy to have you back. What have you been doing since we last recorded our episode where we chatted about what whole food plant-based means? Gosh, yes. I've launched another cookbook. We've traveled all over the United States, visited several other national parks, several new states on our state map. It's been a wild adventure. And for those who didn't hear the the previous episode we did, you are traveling around the U.S. in an RV. That's correct. That's correct. My husband and our little cat, Eddie, are traveling (laughs) the United States in a fifth wheel RV. So we actually tow it behind our truck. So it's not a drivable RV. I just want to make that clarification because some people don't don't know the difference. Yes, I probably wouldn't have known that until you just explained that. <laughs> so so your goal is to visit how many states? Our goal is to visit the 48 uh, contiguous United States, so all oh, the ones that are attached. Wow. And we'd really like to make it to Alaska, but we're not sure if we would take this RV or if we would rent something smaller. The goal is to hit all the U.S. states. That is amazing. So when I guess along the way, you you do probably do some picnicking and some barbecuing. And so when you and I were talking, we were trying to think of what would be a good topic for this episode. And we landed on plant-based barbecue ideas. I know that, you know, we had talked about the standard North American barbecue fare, which is hamburger, hot dog, chicken steak. When it comes to plant-based alternatives along those lines. So for example, you're at a barbecue, um, they're, they're grilling hamburgers. Someone wants also to have a burger, but not a meat burger. They want to have the same, you know, toppings as everyone else. They want to hold a barbecue, uh, a hamburger bun, but they just don't want the meat. What do you suggest as plant-based alternatives? 
Oh, gosh. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is always a veggie burger. But I want to back up real quick and say, you know, one of the big things that I find with, you know, going to these barbecues, picnics, these social events, you do want to be eating something that looks like everybody else. It can be as simple as a marinated portobello mushroom that you grill up on the burger. Or even, you could even take your own BLT, maybe tempeh sandwich with bacon, you know, with tempeh bacon, lettuce, tomato, avocado on the bun. So you, you, you look like you're eating the same thing. You feel like you're eating the same thing, but you don't have to. And then of course there's black bean burgers, veggie burgers. You know, you could do tofu as the binder. There's just so many options out there. And that's really the beauty of plant-based is you're not just limited to a couple of things. You can really lean into different flavors, different textures, different beans, different protein sources. You know, maybe you do rice with your black beans or in, in the case of the burger that we're going to share in a little bit, we use oats and carrots with the black beans. So really looking at different ways that you can add some unique twists on the recipes that you find online. And along those lines, you know, trying to feel like you're eating similarly to other people in the group, you also have a recommendation for a hot dog alternative, right? Absolutely. I was a huge skeptic of carrot dogs. I thought, how on earth could a carrot resemble a hot dog? <laughs> but when you take that beautiful carrot and you simmer in a little bit of spices that kind of taste like a hot dog, you get this soft, unique carrot that you load all the toppings of a hot dog on and put it on a bun. And it really does make you feel like you're eating just like everybody else. And I like to make the carrot dogs ahead of time and then actually heat them over the fire or over the grill. Now, granted, I'm, I'm outside cooking a lot, right? RV living, camp life. We do a lot of that, but this can be done in your own backyard. You could cook up your carrots maybe, you know, during the week or on a, on a weekend morning and then turn on the grill and, and heat those carrots up and, you know, have that same or similar hot dog feel with all your favorite toppings, relish, onions, mustard, ketchup, what, you know, whatever you love to put on your hot dog. You just toss it on a carrot dog and I'm telling you, I was a skeptic, but you'd be surprised at how cool they taste. Do you have a recipe for the carrot dog? I do. I have a recipe for the carrot dogs on veginspired.com. And then there's also a recipe in the budget-friendly cookbook. So you can access it either either way. Um, the one online has you steam or boil the carrots, you know, partially cook them so that they're a little bit softer and then marinate them for at least 12 hours. The one in the cookbook is like a one and done. You just simmer the carrots in the spices for about an hour to really soften them up and have them take on that flavor. Now let's let's get back to the veggie burger because I know my husband has been on a quest to perfect the veggie burger, the homemade veggie burger, and I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who would really like to be able to uh, make at home a veggie burger that doesn't fall apart, that's not too mushy, that, I mean, there's all kinds of things that go wrong with a veggie burger when you make it at home. So perhaps you can walk us through a recipe for that. Absolutely. I'd love, I'd love to do that. And one of the things I want to really, really highlight here is for those of you who may not have heard the first episode, 
I was very resistant to this way of eating because I loved burgers. And so for me, it was extremely important that I find a burger that would satisfy my love of eating a burger. And I found some great ones early on. And then we've since perfected this black bean burger. So this recipe is from the 30-minute whole food plant-based cookbook. And I'm going to walk you through it. Now, I bake these burgers because I... I like to have them just pre-cooked in the fridge so that I can just reheat them on the grill or on a, you know, over a fire pit or right in the pan, but you could also cook them right on your grill. So we're going to start with a food processor. Now, Esther, you mentioned the mushy burger. You mm-hmm. all, if you have one takeaway from this, don't over-process your veggie burgers. Don't over-process them. That is the one thing that really causes them to be extra mushy is we over-process them into like a, almost like a paste. And so then you've got this paste that you're trying to form. But if you leave them a little bit textured, that really helps. So into the food processor. Thank you. Into the (laughs) food processor, we are going to put one 15-ounce can of black beans that you've drained and rinsed. You're also going to put one cup of shredded carrots. Now, I like I like simple, so you could shred those carrots into the food processor first, or you can buy shredded or grated carrots from the grocery store. Easy peasy. Next up, a half a cup of rolled oats, a fourth of a cup of hemp hearts. Hemp hearts really elevate the, I mean, it's a pretty high protein burger anyway, but the hemp hearts elevate that. They add in a nutritional punch and they help with binding it together. We're also going to add a fourth of a cup of nutritional yeast, one tablespoon of miso paste. I like the red miso, but if you've never tried miso, I recommend more of the the white. It's a little bit more mellow. The miso adds that salty umami because this is a salt-free recipe based on the whole food plant-based way of eating. We're going to also add in a tablespoon of tahini, which is sesame paste. Sorry, I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm allergic to tahini. So what... Could anything replace that? So the tahini really helps with binding. It also helps Mm -hmm. with a little bit of thickening. So I would say maybe a a cashew butter or an almond butter. You could also try, I wouldn't do peanut. I think that would be too flavorful. You could also try even a barbecue sauce or maybe even, you know, a a walnut butter, walnut paste, something of that nature, more of a neutral flavored ingredient. Okay, thank you. So one tablespoon of onion powder. So that's really going to pack in that flavor. And then a half a teaspoon of garlic powder. And then a half a teaspoon of smoked paprika. So that's going to really, really pull in those flavors of that smokiness, allowing you to get that same grilled flavor, even on a rainy inside picnic day, right? Like sometimes we just want want to have a picnic, but the weather doesn't cooperate. This helps you do that even on a rainy day. And then we process that all all up in the food processor. Now the directions say pulse about 20 times or until just combined. Don't overdo it. The consistency of this mixture should be textured. So again, don't over process. Next step, you're going to form the mixture into four half inch thick patties. They're about three inches in diameter based on that ratio. So if you need to double the recipe, you might double it if your food processor is big enough or you might just make two batches while you have the food processor dirty. Next up, we'll arrange the patties on a prepared baking sheet and we'll bake them in a 350 degree Fahrenheit preheated oven for 10 minutes, 
flip the patties over and bake them for an additional 10 minutes or until they're golden brown and the edges are slightly crispy. So what I love about these burgers is you could partially bake them and then cook them the remaining way on the on the grill. You can partially bake them and then freeze them. You can make them ahead of time and cook them all on the grill. And the other thing is they have a pretty neutral flavor. Other than that smoked paprika, they're pretty much a standard bean veggie burger. So you could make them into barbecue with some, you know, roasted onions. You could do lettuce, tomato, pickles, ketchup, mustard, all your favorite toppings. You could do a cheese sauce. Or you could, if you're vegan and you eat more of the processed vegan foods, you could certainly grab a piece of vegan cheese and melt that on top. Anything goes with these burgers because they they just pair so well with all of the different topping options. It sounds delicious, and I am for sure going to try these on the grill. Um, and just again, one batch makes how many burgers? One batch makes about four burgers, four okay. half-inch thick, three-inch in diameter burgers. One of the big things I always tell people, especially when working with clients, is don't allow yourself to settle on just eating the sides at a picnic, right? Like really be intentional about what you take so that you do feel like you're part of it. I always tell clients and people in my community, you know, ask the host or hostess, if you're not the one hosting, what they're serving, right? If they're serving burgers, bring a burger. If they're serving hot dogs, bring the carrot dogs. Like allow yourself to be inquisitive so that you can be prepared so that your plate looks as close to anybody else's as, as, as you'd want it to be. Yes. Great tip. It, it, everyone wants to feel comfortable and included in a barbecue, that's for sure. Um, now, I also do want to give the listeners some other ideas to expand their plant-based barbecuing repertoires. So do you have any other uh, suggestions for vegan or plant-based barbecue ideas? Absolutely. So as we said earlier, I love just as much as you love the backyard barbecue. I love it too. And I love to entertain and I love to be social. And that can always be a challenge when you, you know, adopt a vegan lifestyle or try to change the way you're eating to eat more healthy. And so in line with being prepared with the burger or the hot dog, I always suggest that you bring some dishes to pass. Now we talked about, you know, really leaning into the similar plate but sometimes it's just a similar flavor. And so we actually created a grilled potato salad recipe where you grill the potatoes and the other veggies and you actually mix them with this delicious herby vinaigrette. And so I'm, I'm whole food plant-based, so I cook oil-free. So that, dress, that dressing recipe is an oil-free dressing. It takes a little bit of prep at home, but who doesn't love grilled veggies? So you could do extra and just have that for you know dinner the night before. But it allows you to have that same grill flavor without necessarily cooking on, you know, the host's grill. You can have everything made up ahead of time. You can serve it cold and it's really delicious. So think about ways that you can take maybe a potato salad. If you are more of a whole food plant-based eater and you don't want to use the vegan mayos, you can always mix your potato salad with hummus. Uh, you can always mix it with, you know, a cashew mayo or a tofu mayo. Um, and then if you're, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, potato salads, I, I really want like my mom's pasta salad. I, I still eat pasta. I try to eat the whole grain pasta. So look at ways that you can maybe, you know, 
make it as similar to your mom's pasta salad, but opt for an oil-free dressing. We have some of those on, we have a Greek flavored one on, on veginspire.com. And then in one of our cookbooks, we have an Italian one where we actually replace the pasta with farro. So you can also look at whole grain options. And, you know, Esther, one of the things that I really like to, to leave people with when, when we're talking about these picnics and, you know, whether I'm vegan or whole food plant-based is when you go to a picnic or a barbecue that someone else is hosting, make sure that you take food that's going to satiate you. You know, I always hear people say, oh, well, I'm the vegan, so I'll just bring the salad. But I can't sustain the whole day at a picnic if I only eat salad. Like I really need some potatoes, some whole grains, some pasta, something to, you know, keep me full so that I'm not necessarily tempted by, you know, the the chips and crackers and all of those things that are on the table that I, I try not to eat on a regular basis. Um, so those are some, you know, side dishes that you can kind of add to and, you know, you can always be the person that brings the cut up veggies and hummus or a plant-based dip, maybe guacamole or, you know, grab the vegan sour cream and mix up your favorite seasoned dip or packet dip. Really just thinking about ways that you can bring foods that excite you that you can share with others and showcase how wonderful plant eating can be. Yeah. And you know what I always love as well? Um, I just think they're fun. The grilled veggie skewers. Right. So you can put whatever veggies you want on the skewer. And if you want to add some protein, you stick maybe a, a tofu cube on. But you have to be using the extra firm tofu so that doesn't fall apart. Any other ideas that you have for people? Well, I was thinking one of the things you could do is you could cut those tofu into squares and you could actually partially bake it so that it stays a little firm and then maybe brush it with some barbecue sauce with your with your grilled veggies. Something else, you know, we were talking earlier about asking the host or hostess or if you're hosting yourself, you know, what are some other things that you might do? Down here in the States, we do a lot of like full-on barbecue. And so people are eating shredded animal products, you know, maybe like shredded pork or shredded chicken, you could do jackfruit. And the Mm -hmm. beauty of jackfruit is you could actually put it in a crock pot. So you can put it in a crock pot with um, barbecue sauce and onions and some other different flavors, maybe some um, peppers, maybe some mushrooms, just, you know, really trying to get a a more meaty substance with the jackfruit. And then you could cook it and have it on a bun just like everybody else. So, you know, just leveraging the different vegetables based foods that we have with by pairing them with what other people are eating, right? It goes back to feeling included, feeling like you're eating the same kind of things, but not having to eat the animal products. And, you know, a note on jackfruit, maybe this will prevent someone from making the same mistake that I did. For the first time, I bought uh, jackfruit. I bought it in a can. I don't even know if that's the way it's always purchased. But I bought it in a can and I was all excited. I was going to make a dinner dish with it. And I made it and I was like, wow, this is awfully sweet. I don't think this is the way it's supposed to taste. And then I looked on the can and it was like a sweet jackfruit, more of a desserty version of jackfruit. So I bought the wrong kind. <laughs> so just an alert for people. There are different kinds of jackfruit that you can buy. Yes, the ripe jackfruit, supposedly, I've never actually eaten the ripe jackfruit, tastes like juicy fruit gum, whereas the young jackfruit, typically sold in the can in chunks, um, it still has a slightly sweet taste. So what we always recommend people do is 
take it out of the can, drain it, shred it, put it in a colander, and then rinse it really, really, really well so that you're really rinsing off any of that, that liquid from the can. And then simmer it low and slow in your spices. So whether it's barbecue sauce, whether it's veggie broth and poultry seasoning to get more of a chickeny flavor, like really, really rinse it out of the can. And for these types of savory recipes, don't use uh, ripe jackfruit. Ripe jackfruit's better for desserts or smoothies, where honestly, they say to just eat it right off of the, the giant jackfruit fruit. Okay, lesson learned. So now if people want to discover some of the recipes you've been talking about, they can go to your website and take a look. Uh, they can also purchase one of your cookbooks. Can you just tell everybody the names of your, the, the titles of your cookbooks and uh, where exactly they can find your website? Absolutely. All of the information can be found on veginspired.com. I have three cookbooks. I have the 30-minute whole food plant-based cookbook, and that is recipes that are ready in under 30 minutes, no salt, no oil, no refined sugar. I have the budget-friendly plant-based cookbook, which is all recipes that are on a budget, like wallet-friendly, easy you know, tips to really save some cash. And then we have the super easy plant-based cookbook that allows you to make no cook recipes, five ingredient recipes, one pot recipes, and some more new 30 minute recipes. They're all plant-based cookbooks, so they use no oil, um, limited salt, and no refined sugar. And then Esther, I also have a gift for the listeners. Um, so I'm a huge proponent of meal planning. Mm-hmm. So I've gift, I've drafted up a meal plan that they can check out at veginspire.com slash podcast. So they can go there, they can download the, the free goodie and get started on eating meal plans or meal planning right away with um, some meals their family will love. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure they will appreciate that as well. And uh, I had mentioned in the intro that you are also kind enough to uh, be giving away one of your cookbooks to one of our newsletter subscribers. Do we know which cookbook that is yet? Yes, we'll be doing the super easy plant-based cookbook. Awesome. All right. Thank you. It's been another great episode, Kathy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, I cannot wait to get barbecue season started. So um, all this information is personally great for me. And uh, I hope it's benefited the listeners as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And to all of you listening, happy barbecue season. (laughs) Thanks, Kathy. I don't know about you, but I am hungry now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're on social media, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Alternative Food Network. We also have a Facebook group called Alternative Food Network Group with some additional articles and recipes. We love to hear from you, so please do reach out if you want us to do a particular topic or even lock in a certain guest. Our email is info at alternativefoodnetwork.com. Lastly, if you're looking for trusted, incredible information about food as medicine and interviews with physicians, we have another series called Doctors Plus, that's doctors with a plus sign, where we interview medical doctors about a variety of food as medicine topics. Until next time, thanks again for listening and happy barbecuing. All content provided or opinions expressed in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek advice from your doctor or other qualified healthcare practitioner.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.